What I seek will soon be firmly in my hand. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me I have the rest of the Lost Legends. Hi, I'm John. I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Tony Darkomancy. Hi, I'm David. I play Lord Falco. My name is Brian, and my character's called Tajmil. I'm Kelly, and I play Merida. Uh, let's jump back in. Um, I think we're gonna head back right where we left off, uh, with Lord Falcombe having just gone through the notes, uh, detailing exactly what and where, uh, you need to put a couple of Inquisitor Spikes. And did I get a good enough look at the spikes in the jar to know if those were included? Yeah, I think that, uh, you got, well... No, I think the only two that you saw were the ones you saw through Divine Intervention. The rest of them, you know that they're spikes, but you don't know of what composition. So, what I'm thinking is, I don't really want to reveal this right now, because it seems like an excerpt from the actual book that we need. But it doesn't seem helpful to anybody. So I'll hide that away for now. Okay, and then make sure you put that in your secrets note. Okay. And do I know that the spikes will start to degrade not being in the blood? Um, I think that you would assume that they're in the blood for a reason, but you wouldn't know what that reason is. I gotcha. Like, I don't think anybody would be like, oh, man, they're storing it in blood. What a weird guy. Ha ha ha. Tony would. (laughs) How quirky. I don't know, this is more and more like the Resident Evil game. <laughs> I've not played uh, any of the Resident Evil games, so uh, any any uh, any similarities to any work, real or fictional, is entirely coincidental. No, just the nudge, nudge, wink, wink. You've never played Resident Evil games, Trevor? None of them. Seriously? I'm not a big horror genre Whoa. fan. Yeah, that's kind of different. Just because it would be like saying I never played Mario games that have been around for so long. Well, since you brought it up, Mario is a bit more mainstream than Resident Evil. <laughs> True. Uh, so, Falcom, you hide that away. You head right back out, um, I assume. Yep. Um, are you doing anything to try and get a hold of the uh, Chondrus Blessings? He did say it was for you. I don't know. It's on the middle of the ti- the the middle of the table in front of everybody, so it seems kind of uh not the time. <laughs> you know? Uh so you're just kinda content to sit and wait at this point? Well, actually, he's gonna go up and actually like handle and investigate the spikes. Uh I think once you get over to the jar um, and, like, shift it from the position it's in, because, um, I think at this point, like, you've at least found a way to, like, so that way it's not leaking out of it, like, you've got it tilted in some way. Um, so I think as soon as you start to shift it away from that, um, Lady Fatine will kind of step up. Falcone, what are you doing? 
Wait, is there a way to set it on the table without it leaking? I thought it was on the side or the bottom. Uh, it's on the bottom, so you'd have to, like, have it propped up in some way that's, like, not naturally sitting. I think you'd have to have it all the way on the side or something. Why can't you guys just transfer it to another container? Lack of container. container. Oh, I thought they were outside. They can't just find something? Oh, uh, somebody no, left to go out. find something, but... Okay. All right. So he'll uh, say, I'm trying to get a good look at these before we hand them over. Because we're going to go after the book. We're going to need more in-depth knowledge on the subject matter. How much do you know about these? Why don't you come over here and look with me? I mean, what is there to look at? It looks like a lot of blood and then some... It is spikes, Inquisitor spikes, if I had to guess. I mean, they look to be, that one at least, looks to be the right size and shape. How many? What are they made of? Is that something that we need to know? It seems like we, whatever, this is, this is what Ally wants. This, there's nothing else that's, if these are Inquisitor spikes, there's nothing else like this on the planet. Exactly. So we need to take our time. Since we're going to be probably doing future work with this subject matter, and we need to know what we're dealing with. We need to know how many spikes, what, what kind of metals they are. We need to figure out a better storage method, and he's going to look at the table. And, uh... I don't, I don't think you're wrong, Lord Falcombe, but uh, is this the time and place for that? I mean... You just got yourself a little more cleaned up than you were, but now you're going to go wading around in the blood again? Let alone how we even get them out without losing more blood out the bottom? Well, I was going to try and observe it without mucking about in it, but I, I think it's important. We're kind All of, right. We're kind of bumbling around in the dark right now. I know that we're, on the surface level, it's a simple mission of get thing from one place to Alloy's place, but it's getting more complicated than that, so I think we need more information. Um, give me a physique roll and a spirit roll. Alright, the physique roll was a pair of fives and three nudges. And then spirit is three dice still? Correct. A pair of ones and a nudge. Um, so with your physique, um, as you're looking through the, uh, to try and see, uh, you identify at least two steel spikes. Um, you, uh, identify four bronze spikes, and you also identify, uh, one electrum spike, or no, you wouldn't, you, one, uh, spike that you don't know, uh, what the metal is, and then, um, you hear a voice in your head say, it's not a full set, you're missing the ATM and the gold spike. 
And then uh, the two conjure blessing are on top of that extra. Uh, it's not on the top anymore, but um, they are in there as well. If you meant like physically on top, but yeah, there's also uh, the conjure spikes you have been thirsting for for three seasons. I, hey, you give me so <laughs> many advancements, I want to push the boundaries. I don't even know what I'll use them for. Probably nothing. Special. They're there, David. They're right there. Why aren't you taking them? Uh, yeah, well, David, why aren't you I'm taking not... them in front of the really suspicious people who might be Yeah, <laughs> I, because I'm not Tajmil, and I'm not going to smash the jar, grab two spikes, shove them into my body, and run out the window. I, I, why not? Okay, uh, of everything, like, of, of all of the possibilities of things that could have happened... It was on my you, radar. You have a bug-out body. I kind of expected that to be plan A. <laughs> it was not... Plan A, if like, not, I I came in here with a, thinking there was a very real possibility that, that was going to happen. And yes. it, it still might. It still might. Yes, he's, but I mean, it's not like they don't know situation. his real body. Yeah, I, only one of them does. What do you mean okay. the uh, what the the people he robbed have seen him? Not him. They've seen Falcom. You don't have to be Falcone, man. No one's seen Warwick. <laughs> okay, I didn't. I didn't realize you meant you were going to ditch ta- uh Ditch Falcone literally entirely. a bug out body. Yes, it, he <laughs> he can create a new character at whim with a body. Oh, I thought you were talking about your uh, servant character that you you picked for this one. Yeah, no, like I he he is the he was the bug out option if this all goes horribly horribly south. I can go into a room in 4 minutes and change into someone that nobody knows and run away. True. Which is still a possibility. We don't know how south this. But uh so with that knowledge, he's going to he Falcom will say out loud how there's two steel, four bronze and uh one, he can't even tell the type of metal. Uh, he'll, he'll ask Snee for help on that one, because Snee seems more knowledgeable on that kind of thing. Hey, Snee, come over here. Do you know what this is? And then uh, Give Snee a good roll, and he gets plus one for being a metal expert. Oh, that's uh, Electrum, unless I miss my guess. Hmm. Okay. So, how much do you guys know about this? Oh, I know that this is what we're supposed to be getting for Alloy, and that's about all I care to know. Falcone is going to look very pointedly at Sneed. Uh, Snee is smiling, and he gives a very small shrug. Uh, David, what, uh, metals are the, uh, Chandra Blessings made out of? Oh, shoot. Uh, I have to pull up the rules. I haven't done this in a minute. Uh, actually, they might not. Do they change metals based on what blessing they are? Yes, they do. Potency, awareness, stability, and presence. 
Uh, tin spikes for awareness, steel spikes for potency, copper spikes for presence, uh, zinc spikes for stability. Okay, so... I think uh, copper spikes. Blessing of uh, presence. So if he manages to get his hands on these spikes, his wit score will increase by two. So what's the process like to uh, absorb the spike? Do, uh, does it have to be accurate placement for a chondra since they can morph their own physiology? I don't think it does because at the end of uh, Bands of Mourning, don't they just kind of drop the spike into uh, Milan? Milan? True. True, true, true. I mean, they shot, uh, what's her name in yeah. the head with it. And that was accurate enough. Yeah. I think, I think for Chondra, like, placement is not a thing because it will, it will be placed. I think because their spirit web's probably already pretty, uh, dicey. Well, and and their anatomy is already so yeah. fluid that it's like, yeah. oh, it's not in the shoulder, it is now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not so hard to try and pull off. Still not easy. Uh, let's oh. give you a little bit of time to think about that. Yeah. Um, and then we are going to jump back over to Tajmil. Um, Tajmil, you are being kind of dragged... Um, depending on how, like, quick you are to keep up with him, um, how much alacrity with which you move, um, he is dragging slash leading you back up the stairs, um, and back out towards that window that was smashed. Um, and you once again, um, give me a wits roll, uh, another, again. Oh, fuck. I don't even think that gives me any, that's one dice. Oh, uh, you've got a wits of four. Oh, four? Okay, oh boy. I got two threes. Uh, so once again, you very much notice that he is um, sniffing the air. Um, and every once in a while, he'll stop and he'll lean down. Um, and you'll see that there's another drop of blood on the ground. Um, and he follows this trail out towards the window. Um, and uh, when he uh, gets to the window, he turns around and he says, If you're going to slow me down, then I'm not going to deal with you. Keep up. And maybe we'll find a way that I don't hunt you down later. But for what? Uh, what did I even do to this guy? Um, Hunting me down for. And uh, he's gonna let you kind of bluster, and he's gonna give you a long level look, and he's gonna say, "I don't forget these types of slights, but I also don't forget who helps me." So, that's your choice on whether you want to make an enemy out of the most powerful man alive. And uh, he jumps out the window, and you see him throw some coins down as he starts to uh, um, do steel running the same way that you do. So, he's got literally all power. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he is the only one on the planet uh, who does. And he's uh, also got oh, them uh, at a more powerful level than anyone else alive on the planet at the moment. So then, is this this is an evil son of a bitch, though? No. Or an evil son of a Russ? No. Um, no. Depending not, on okay. your. All right. Contents. Well, then I'm willing to to work with him. 
Definitely. I don't want to get my ass kicked again. Uh, learned my lesson on that for the time being. So, um, I just, I, I, I'd like begrudgingly, but still some level of curiosity, follow him, follow his lead. Uh, go ahead and give me a steel pushing roll. Um, I'm going to give you plus two because you do have the steel running stunt. So, is this a... Which which attribute do I use still? Um, it's your allomancy and your powers. Oh, so is it going to be five? Uh, five. Minus or two, so then plus... So it's going to stay at five. Or, no, it was physical attributes for that. I don't think it was powers, right? I've still got it open. Let I'm me double sure. check. Steel pushing has a, a rating of, of five um, and five charges. Defeated, defeated. With any attribute. So is that... So that's not an attribute. That is your powers. So then isn't that's not the right rating of five? Uh, you will have seven because you get plus two for your steel rating. Okay, that's what I was wondering. So it's not going to be affected by my crush trait? No, because that uh, that stuff only increases other people's dice. Okay. Well, I thought that a grave burden, though, was supposed to remove two dice. Uh, am I remembering that correctly? I, I I looked it up. It said, that's what a grave burden said. Is it said that it's it you add two to, to the rolls of people rolling against you? Okay. All right. Fair enough. So then seven is what I'm rolling yep. now for this. And you're looking at uh, fours and a nudge to keep up with them. Ooh, uh, I got two sixes, a one, a four, a two, and a five, and a three. Uh, so you can get rid of the two sixes and re-roll everything else if you like. Okay. Yeah, definitely, because I didn't get anything. I got two fives, a two, and two sixes. Yeah, so um, he takes off through the night, um, and you notice that, because um, you get up right next to him and you're following right behind, um, you notice that he um, still every once in a while is taking in a sharp intake of breath through his nose, but you also see that his head is scanning the ground furiously, um, just back and forth um, very quickly from spot to spot. And every once in a while, he'll dramatically change directions. Um, and But uh, this goes on for uh, a small bit of time. Um, I know this was very short, but we are going to jump over to Tony and Merda. Um, did you two just kind of head back to Tony's place after you got kicked out and Tony got the uh, report filed? Uh, I'm leaving that up to Merida. Yeah, I think so. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, okay, yeah, you guys um, get back to the manor, and uh, Sanichu has been very agitated uh, for a good long while, um, and then you notice that he, um, once you get into the apartment, that he goes and he sits by a window, and um, until you go and open the window, he just keeps pecking at that window. Perda, I, something, something's wrong with Sanichu. He's, he's not feeling well. Tony's going to try and um, riot, riot his sense of safety. Is that a thing? Okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll it. All right. Uh, just three nudges, so I'm going to re-roll the other. Oh, take out two and re-roll the other three. Nothing. Yeah, you keep trying to riot him, and um, there's something 
you you've uh, rioted uh, fluffles for so long that you've kind of gotten around the weirdness of rioting the emotions of something that's not human. But there's just something that's a little alien about trying to touch a bird's emotions that you're not able to get a good grasp on it um, to really pick out the right emotions to riot. Meredith, what should we do? You need more advanced. You just ignore the bird. He's connected with Tajmil. Who knows what the bird thinks if Tajmil's so crazy. Where is Tajmil? It's probably with the others, unless something went bad, but we can't really do anything. We were just the distraction. Maybe, maybe that's why he's upset. Maybe something went bad. Well, what do you expect to do? I think he's trying to tell you guys something. <laughs> Tony goes to grab I food. I think Kelly for the bird. knows that. Um, yeah, you you get some food and you do your best to try and keep uh, Sonichu comfortable, but he just seems very distracted. Um, until about twenty to thirty minutes later, um, suddenly he starts pecking again at the window, but instead of uh, screaming Octung, this time he's yelling clear, clear, clear. And, um, like, pecking on the window even more furiously than before. Tony opens the window. Uh, Sanchu immediately just flies out. And he is gone. I think he found oh, no. something, Merida. And Tony, like, pokes his head out the window to see if he can see where where Sanchu goes. Um, you see Sanchu kind of heading back in the same direction that you guys had just come from towards the, uh, manor. Oh, nope. It looks like he's just going back. Never mind. Um, are we ignoring the bird then hmm? merida says are we ignoring the bird then uh yeah i think i think he's happy now so um wittens can we get some tea uh let's jump back to lord falco um you uh have done your best to try and figure out what spikes are in there you're pretty confident in the uh, number of them and what composition they are. Um, uh, and it is, uh, it's been about, you've been in here about 15 to 20 minutes, uh, when Liv gets back and she has a, um, cooking pot, um, that she has brought. It's the best that I could do on short notice. There's not much around here with that I could break into without alerting somebody. That's all. That's all you could find. Well, we'll have to make do. And he's gonna scoop up the jar. And uh, having identified the blessings, keep that in mind. He's going to try some trickiness. Taj or not Taj? He's gonna try and channel some Tajmia. All right. And he's going to try and be place the jar inside the cooking pot just to kind of contain everything since it doesn't have a lid. <clears throat> and uh, in doing so, he's going to feign dropping it and he's going to try and in the fall slash kerfluffle of dropping the glass pan into the pot and I'm assuming breaking it the rest of the way, scoop up the two blessings and slurp them up. 
Um, I am going to need uh, first a physique roll. Yeah, I, I imagine there was going to be some dice in this. Uh, I am going to give you a negative two on your dice because it's you're trying to be forceful but make it look like you're not being forceful. Um, what, so what you're if, working against make, your own strength. What if I make the uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna trip on my gimp leg. <laughs> um, so are you not trying to then drop it into the pan on your gimp leg? Well, no, I, yeah, I guess, like, close to the pan. Like, I basically, yeah. So, so still know. the same end goal, but you would like to, yeah, I will you, give you a one bonus for, uh, taking advantage of that burden. Uh, okay. give yourself an advancement, Mr. Already Maxed Out. Um. Well, okay, so it depends on the timeline here, because uh, I'm currently maxed out, so <laughs> I won't gain any, but, you know, if I, how we count when I just gain this blessing? <laughs> uh, really no, good. I think you gain that advancement before you make these rolls. Alright, but so, uh, physique not minus my one. best work, seven dice. I got three threes and two nudges. Three threes and two nudges is right at the cusp of where they would be suspicious. Uh, But it is good enough. Uh, Anything lower, and I would have been very, very pressed to give some some bad outcomes here. Um, You grab it uh, and start... She starts walking towards you. You pick up the jar... Uh, take one step towards her as she gets close, and you feign that leg giving out. And as you do, you lean forward so the jar goes into the pot, and at the same time, you feign completely losing control of that leg, and you bring the pot crashing down with it so you are able to kind of slam the glass in. Um, I am going to give you one physical damage for breaking the glass. No, no, that's, I, I, I would also like to say, like, he's going to actually maybe even play up the damage and, like, fake cuts on his hands. Okay. he could do that. You know, like, be like, <laughs> oh, sh-, you know, like, where spikes might have poked him. You mm-hmm. know, and that's how his, like, hands are mangled in the mess. And, uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me a mimicry rolling, uh, roll, because that was going to be the next one anyway. I, I was gonna say, I'm a perfect actor, Trevor. <laughs> uh, my mimicry rating, I think, is just five. I haven't increased that. Yeah, it is just five. Wow. Ooh, that's good, though. Uh, a pair of fives and a nudge. Uh, Snee, the smartest one in the room, rolled one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm. Smartest guys in the room, man. Um, what did you say you rolled? Uh, a pair of fives and a nudge. <laughs> yeah, um, this looks incredibly realistic. You've managed to, um, hide the fact that you were stabbing the spikes through yourself with, uh, both of your hands, uh, by the fact that there are large shards of glass 
sticking out of both of them. Yeah, I feel like I would have grabbed both of them. He's going he's gonna like just like whimper, try and keep like that stony face, and then just I'm sorry, somebody help. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, just sticking out his bloody torn up hands. I'm I'm gonna make it three health damage. Um no burdens. That's fine. That's fine. But yeah, you have rolled well enough uh, that you just you you've got your spikes. Go ahead and spend those advancements. Oh man, this feels good, Trevor. Uh, congratulations! Oh, all these all these big white spaces. <laughs> you, you rolled well enough. You saved long enough. It finally happened. And not only that, uh, oh, Spook is gonna have uh, quite the trail to follow when Every he gets single there. One of them. Because it's 20 advancements, isn't it? It's a stupid amount. Yeah, it's all of them. Yeah, it's all of them. I had to save up for so long. I, I pro- how many, how many wasted, how many wasted advancements do you think I've had? Um, probably at least seven. I know, I, I needed to spend them better, but that is the only bottleneck that you've given us to being superhuman. <laughs> So, right, so wait, how, what bonus do you get They for give it? me plus two to... Uh, you said copper, which is presence, which is plus two to wits. Um, and don't you get another negative for having more hemallergy? Mm, not sure. Be a minus to your spirit if it is. Spirit, yeah. Um, I think even if it's not, I might make that anyway. Plus two... I think it is. I think that's the downside of the quick power of heme allergy is you get a minus to your spirit. Yeah, but different kind of heme allergy. Yeah, uh, I, I mean the damage is still it's there, still right? Blood, like, magic. That's, blood magic. That's is why still you blood can get magic. mind controlled by the emotional element. It's because it holds Trevor in your could spirit. Tell you. What can I tell him? Blood magic is always blood magic. It's always kind of, kind of sketch. It's a messy art. Man, what would Cop Hold do with uh, Himalurgy, you think? <laughs> Rule the world for <laughs> more than a thousand years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this one's telling me to go to page 127 uh, on page 261. Page 261 is telling me to go to page 127. They're both they're both referencing each other. Neither of them saying there's anything negative. Uh, I am going to say that you lose a spirit, my friend. It's probably and that's just spent. Yeah, no, it's it, it's gone. Uh, I I keep wanting to cut away from you, but you you're the only one that's really got like serious stuff going on. Yeah, um, my spirit is in like dire straits right now, man. I have one spent and three available now. So, like, if if it comes to me being in tune with the world, it's not going to happen. Um, Tajmil, give me another Alamancy roll, plus two. So, seven? Yep. And I need to roll for Spook's ten. Now, what is this for? Uh, keeping up with Spook, with his uh, skill running. Okay, so... I 
I got three, uh, two threes, two fives, a four, a two, and a six. Um, yeah, he also got two fives and a nudge. Um, John, what was your question? My question is, how soon after uh, Falcom left did Spook come back and find Taj Mill? Like, what's that's the a very good question, here? isn't it? Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yep. very good yep. question. So, I I actually was gonna say as soon as we were done picking the glass shards out, we would be going, right? For Lord Falcom's group. Yeah, we can uh we can jump back to that. Um no, just so I, you know, I, they're they're making fun. very good time, uh, based on these die rolls. Both oh, Spook I, is I, I Spook is getting that. there with the quickness and Tajmil's getting there for the quickness. I I just didn't want you to have the impression that we were straight lollygagging, but that we were uh still in a hurry. But uh, yeah, John, that that is the the question. That's a good question. Uh, so do we re-roll or? And you're you're good for right now. Um, you are still keeping okay. up with him. He is making good time. You are also making good time. Um, Falcom, I want to make this a roll somehow. I don't know how to uh, roll how quick. Let you know what? Let's make this another mimicry. Um, for how quickly you can convince them that they have. Tended to your wounds and that it is safe to move on. Can't make it a wits roll, you know? <laughs> you wish. Hey, I'm, I'm the most probably attribute heavy guy here now. Only because you've cheated twice now. Cheated? You're more hemallergy than Chandra. I'm more holes in my spirit left than anything. Parafives <laughs> and a nudge. Okay. Yeah, um very quickly like you uh you very you play up the fact that you're a pewter arm and that you can handle pain and that like the only thing stopping yeah, you from taking the the shards out of, of glass out of your hands are the fact that they're in your other hand and you're having trouble closing them. Um Yeah, like the finger dexterity is not my strong point with glass and spike holes. So <laughs> um so, uh, very quickly, uh, you're able to get those pulled out. Um, there is a decent amount of blood on the floor. There, on my hands. There's blood all over your hands. Um, blood has splashed onto both you and Liv. Um, and you are just getting everybody to go. Yep. And, uh, I'll point at me and Liv and say... We need to be ready to split off if anybody takes notice. We're the obvious ones. Maybe the rest of the group can still get the package to Alloy. Let's just have that contingency in mind. Well, I guess in that case, it makes the most sense for me to take this. And Lady Fatine um, grabs the pot from uh, wherever it was sitting on the floor. And Falcone will be like, please, I'm... Not doing well with that today. Well, um, maybe it would be best if we all uh, split off now then, and yeah. Lady Fatine can get it back to Alloy whenever she has uh, the chance to. Sounds good. I can get back to my hideout and inform the rest of my group what happened, and we can meet up tomorrow at Alloy's. That, that works for me. Agreed. I will... Uh... I'll arrange for a time and place and send out the appropriate messages. Or I suppose we know the place, but I'll arrange the time. 
And that's how the group got cheated out of the reward. <laughs> Let's. Um, I got a reward. I said uh, group, typical not Falcom. Falcom. Typical Falcom. And you know what? Falcom has been seen as one of the most competent, if incompetent, in actual handling of material of our group. I don't know. I thought I was semi-competent. No, you are competent as well. Actually, no, you guys. In that regard, I would say Merida is more thing. competent. <laughs> well, depends on your perspective. Falcom accomplished exactly what you wanted. Fair enough. Uh, I have rolled for Liv. Um, I have rolled for I think it's Glim, who is the smoker. Uh, I always get him and Taman mixed up. Uh, no, it is Taman who's the smoker. Um, Lady Fatigue. Okay. Uh, and David, why don't you give me a physique roll? Or, um, describe to me how you're getting out. Let's start with that. Alright, well, so he's going alone. Uh, I'm guessing that we're leaving, like, just staggered a little bit so that there's not, like, a giant group leaving at once. Uh, okay. He would try and leave one of the first to leave. You know what I mean? Because <clears throat> he's got to deal with the blood. He doesn't have an extra set of clothes. Uh, and uh, he would try and dip into like the nearest like establishment where there would be like a restroom or a stall anywhere, like outhouse, just any like small closet of security. Okay, uh, but the closest one nearby to the... Uh... Yeah, like, he's going to leave and head, like, kind of towards Tony's, but he's going to find a secret spot to hide for five minutes. Okay, um, give me a wits roll, then. Hey, 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 guess who's smarter today? <laughs> That's, uh, two fours, no nudges. Okay. Uh, I rolled for Snee. Uh, I think that's everybody in that group. Uh, Tajmil, you, uh, follow Spook, um, you, behind him, um, just as the mists start to come out for the first time tonight. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure I didn't mention whether the mists were out before. Uh, but the mists start to peek out around you, um, and you notice, uh, well, give me a spirit roll. Spirit roll, so that would be minus... Two from that. Yeah, one. so five dice. Five. Okay, I thought I had spent two already, though. Yeah, but you've got seven. But that wouldn't mean. I thought that the spent ones were for when I rerolled, like how I have that ability. No, no, spent is when you've like used up that resource. Um, so it can be for that one ability, but it also can be for other things, and then it just takes down the number of dice that you have. So still just seven. Uh, five dice. Okay. Um, cause your, uh, your health being below zero doesn't affect your, uh, standings, just your attributes. I got two ones, two twos, and a six. Uh, with two twos and a six, um, you have a faint impression that the mists seem to be, like, expanding from where Spook is flying. 
Um, but it, when you look again, it seems to have only been a trick of the light. Um, and you, uh, then have to focus on keeping up with him so you don't lose him in the mists. Um, but you are only, um, in the air following behind him, um, for a couple of minutes before you get to this building, um, that you recognize being the place where you had stolen the ATM from the other group before. Um, and he gets to the door, um, and he notices, um, the trail of blood heading inside, um, and he just kicks the door, and the door splinters and falls apart as he kicks it and strides into the room. Um, the room is empty, uh, but he very quickly walks to the center of the room and leans down on the floor, where once again he finds shards of glass and blood. <laughs> he smells it. One of these is different. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to go that far, but I was tempted. <laughs> like, well, one mean, of these is That is like one the of the things, like, an insanely powerful, like, flaring tin I could notice, right? I, it definitely stands to reason. Um, I just don't know how much t- uh, Spook would abuse his tin after having oh, it fixed yeah, by Kelsier. That's true. Yeah, like, if, if he was still Savant Spook, uh, absolutely. Uh, but I don't think that he, he's gone down that road again. Okay, so... I was just or, saying, or maybe he did. Maybe he's a become a, a mist-born savant instead of misting savant. And he's just crazy now. Uh, that yeah. remains to be seen. Brandon, do, will we figure that out in Stormlight? That'd be cool. I don't know. Would It would be cool. Only if he's still alive. Oh, there's there's no way. He's alive. He's alive. With access what do you mean to that there's no allergy and very like well a be God's dead. favor. Mistborn aren't a There's no. Uh, and... Yeah, but he and Kelsier were going to figure it all out. So he leans down over this glass and he looks back at you. Um, and he says, They've split up from here. Is there anything that you're going to tell me, or do I have to drag it out of you? What do you want to know? For the right price, I'll tell you. Everything. I was waiting for it. <laughs> um, he uh, give me a physique roll. A physique roll, so only two. Yep. Oh boy, I got a five, or a six and a two. Um, before you can even think to react, he is standing in front of you again. Um, and he's got his arm, his hands around both of your arms pinning you them to your side. And he says, you have no bargaining power. You are entirely under my control. Where are they taking those spikes? You have no idea the damage oh, they could do. I don't know what they're... I, I honestly... Listen, I don't know. I don't think... You, you seem like you're kind of new to this show... But um, this, I have a tendency to having crews kind of uh, cast mutiny on me. Let's just say to a way. I mean, I never was a leader, nonetheless. Uh, kicked me out, banned me, uh, something of the like. So as far as their whereabouts or what they're doing, I'm not really good on get, giving that information out because I don't have it. There's not a single place you can think of of where they would be taking this. I don't know, maybe, maybe, I, I think I got a place. 
So could I convince him to come with me and show him the place? Uh, <laughs> he's going to want some more information first. All right, listen. I think I know the place. There's a spot that these that we were at before, and there's a very good chance that this is where they're taking them, especially since there's that, uh, you know, issue of money that we seem to be trying to get throughout this entire endeavor. So are you willing for me to take you to this place that I think they might be at? I don't have any guarantees, so I don't want you to get your hopes up and everything, but... All right, lead well, the way. Okay, so I would lead the way, and you guessed it, I'm going to my old <laughs> hangout place for Grove Street Ballers. And as soon as I get there, I say, Hey, Ballers, look who's back. And my knee is much better. And this is my buddy here. So you guys are going to pay up or else. And then I just look at this guy and like whisper, Please don't kick my ass, please. I need your help. This is really serious. I need your help. Which guy are you talking about? <laughs> the the um the man who is he the just brought corporate. the Lord Mistborn to fight a gang war for him. <laughs> I had to get back to the, at the Grove Street Ballers. I mean, seriously, they demanded me. That was the first thing I thought. Of. So it's like, uh, yeah, I say, uh, okay, you know, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this was a, a lot of fun, this episode. Uh, we will be back again in two weeks' time. Um, figure out if uh, Spook's going to kill Taj Peel or not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys then. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Rest in peace, Taj Mill. Hey, I had to do something. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LLOS Podcast, or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.